Hello and welcome to episode 70 of The Vinyl Collective, your weekly journal on the hip-hop R&B landscape. I'm your host, John. And I'm your co-host, Toffer. How are you doing? Welcome I am back. doing great, thank you. How are you? I'm good, I'm good. As you said, episode 70 on the seventh floor of The Vinyl Collective, also known as Not A Weekly Music Show. Uh, I, I always like to put that out there. You know, we're just one of those guys, we just, you know, we just talk about music. And it's funny because we don't actually... We, we're not ordained by like any higher being to just talk about music. We just decided one day, actually, fuck it. We don't really feel like bringing anything else to the show. And we just somehow just did it. Like, it's just so weird. It's like, you know what it is? It's like the Mandalorians. It's like, they just say, this is the way. And we just decided this is the way. Like, we, There's no reason. backing. There's no, there's uh, no, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. There's no, no backing out. To do it. Exactly. No one's asked, no one asked us to continue <laughs> since we started, but, but here we are. Literally, we're we literally like fucking Boba Fett and the Mandalorian, isn't it? Because no one, like, Boba Fett's not a fucking Mandalorian, is he? But he just decides to wear the mask anyways. And Jin Jardin, he's decommissioned as a Mandalorian, but he still <laughs> decides to go about as a Mandalorian. Like, no one's like, what type of madness is that? But, you know, whatever, we've decided to go on this path. It's been 70 episodes of doing such, so why not? Why, why stop now, right? Exactly. Um... <laughs> But yes, while we've got you, while your attention is still, you know, keen in the first few minutes, going to tell mm. you to subscribe. Uh, if you're listening on Apple Podcast, then click that subscribe button. Give us a rating as well. You can scribe, scribe? You can scroll all the way down to the bottom and give us a five out of five if you're enjoying. Uh, leave us a little comment as well. Uh, if you're on Spotify, you can also review us and share with a friend. You know, if you're enjoying this, tell a friend about us. They'll tell a friend. That's how, you know, for that might be word of mouth has got us around to a few countries at this point. Um, yes, sir. Yes, sir. How many are we up to? I think we're over 30, aren't we? Oh, we really? Damn. I'm, I yeah, I haven't looked at yeah. all Our most recent oh, yeah. country was South Africa, I believe. Okay. Yeah. So shout nice. out to you guys listening. Um, And if you're listening on YouTube as well, share, subscribe. Leave a little comment, answer a question if you're listening on Anchor or if you're on Spotify and you see the little question pop up, you're like, oh, you know, that's yeah, it. That's yeah. my question. Engage yeah, with us. Yeah, we cool. haven't decided what the question will be yet, but listen keenly to the rest of the episode and we will uh, leave a question for you guys. Cool. No worries. Uh, as always, you know, seventh floor, 70 spotlight series. Uh, this week it was my turn. And I had a um, mind design and, you know, cause you know, everyone's got to be a bit different these days. So you got to stylize it differently. So it's like M N D, uh, S G N. Um, so he's a producer from California. Go and check him out. Uh, if you like Toki Monster, I don't know. None of you guys fucking know who that person is, but, um, if you like lo-fi hip hop radio, that shitty kind of like, you know, <laughs> generic beats, but in an actual good productionized manner, you should check him out. Um, he's, done music for a whole range of R&B artists across the spectrum so he's made beats for Doja Cat um, he's made beats for Joyce Rice but he's done a mm-hmm. bit more alternative people such as Quade Chris and Milka Vetti. Um he has that song ZZZ which um, is a cover of one of the songs I recommended A Betcha really good beat fucking love that beat and it's also a good song to do it justice as well so he's been on a few um, R&B artists here he probably will continue to do so um, I guess another similarity, maybe a little bit, maybe Kate Renardo, just a little bit, mm. but not too much. But yeah, I say Talking Monsters is a very clear resemblance. So yeah, go and yep, check him out. For sure. Did, uh, yeah. Has Pink Sifu, if you're on the in- underground scene, he's oh, yes. on his 2019 album. Um, mm-hmm. So yeah, he's he's around. I think mm. I've heard the name, but I've never really listened to much of his. So 
Yeah, I'll definitely go and check it out. He's got a couple beat tapes. He's got, he had one that he released last year, Rare Pleasure, and he has another really good one called um, Yawn Zen. Yeah. So, um, yeah, that came out in 2014. So yeah, go and check him out. He makes good beats. Yeah, if they think you like something like, you know, people like something to study to or just chill out to, like, because we don't really do producers, but this is probably my first producer spotlight, mm. to be honest. So I thought, you know, it's about time. So yeah, go definitely go check him out. Yeah, for sure. Uh, that's obviously on the Spotlight Series playlist 2022. Go check that out. Uh, we've got about, is he uh, maybe our fifth or sixth artist this year on there? Um, but yeah, that playlist is probably steadily like growing. So yeah, go and give like that a follow. The, yeah, follow sense. the previous one as well. Um, they're about, yeah, six, what have we got? Like 200 songs on there at this point, probably. <laughs> yeah. Um, so yeah, Staying go strong. give that. I feel like if you give that a shuffle, can't go wrong. Definitely can't. Um, yeah. So music news from the last week. We, if you follow us on Twitter, which you should do by now, um, at TVC Pod, you'll see that not always, but sometimes we'll do a little tweet on Friday where we talk about new music Friday. Um, mm. We did last week uh, because there were quite a few actual like full length product projects coming out on the Friday, um, and one of those was uh, Continuance which I have a feeling we both listen to uh, because yep. I follow Top End Spotify <laughs> and I know he's been listening to it a lot today. So <laughs> there you go. Nothing, nothing gets past me. Um, so yeah, Continuance is the latest studio album from Currency and The Alchemist uh, who are no strangers to collaborating together. Um, they've obviously had a number of projects. Uh, Covert Coop is one of my favourite undergrounds kind of like rap projects of all time. I think mm-hmm. there are just, I mean, it's just, it does not miss. Some of the beats on that are outrageous. Um, they also worked together on Carrollton Heist um, and the album Fetty, which had Freddie Gibbs as well on it as, uh, as obviously Currency and Alchemist. Um, so yeah, it's about, what is it? About 30 something minutes long, this one. Yeah, um, 37 and a half. Yeah, a fair amount of features on there, um, but they didn't kind of overbear the kind of like chemistry and, and sound we come to expect from Currency and Alchemist. Um, general thoughts, I'll say for me first, um, big fan, big fan. Currency is is very hit and miss, which I think I've said on the podcast before, mm-hmm. but he's he always hits when, when the Alchemist is there to kind of direct him. Um, and oh, I love I loved this one. Um, I think a couple of my favourite tracks before I kind of move out of the way, uh, Whale Watching. Mm-hmm was amazing uh louis baggage and half moon mornings yeah some of the beats on this the alchemist just oof. yeah just goes yeah, I, don't, I don't really fucking get it at this point like the guy just doesn't <laughs> doesn't he just doesn't run out he just doesn't run out like i don't know if he's like he just he has his third eye open just at all times like he's probably just lucid dreaming just making beats and he just wakes up and just lays that shit like at this point i just don't i just don't get it the guy just doesn't stop working. He does, does he have clones? It's possible. It's it possible. Is possible at this point. It is, yeah, it's ridiculous. He had I don't, six I just don't projects last year that he dropped. And he does that every year. That's the yeah. thing. He does that every year. Like the like a, the producer's hardest working year is like his like month. Yeah. Like it's ridiculous. It's insane. We were like wrapping up, you know, end of year albums. We're like, yeah, what's the best, mate? Yeah, I think we've got Baldy James up there with the Alchemist, and he's like, oh, just gonna drop, you know, Super Techmo just, <laughs> just for fun in December. <laughs> um, yeah, ridiculous output. Um, but yeah, what That's were your sad. kind of any kind of favorite tracks from the album? I like this. I think I, I do like the beats more than the rhymes, but that's not a problem. I think Currency's cool. Like he, he's not, 
he's not jarring or anything like that. And I think he does perform well on some songs. Um, I like No Yeast with Baldy James, of course. Mm. Um, I actually like the one with um, Wiz Khalifa. Wiz, yeah. Riley Stripes. Yeah, I actually really fuck with that Currency one. Currency and well, Wiz have clapped quite a lot in the past, I think. So. Yeah, and they have a song I really like from before. Um, it's the one with the kind of sunset drive-by kind of cover. But I've liked their collaborations before, is what I'm trying is to say. Is that the Marina? Uh, La Marina? Yeah, the Marina. Yeah. yeah, that's the one. But I think that's what that, his most popular song, actually. Um, so I like that one. The Styles P song, we're watching. Banger mm. as well. Um, yeah, I think it's cool. I think it's, it's, it's a nice little chill. I think that's currency, isn't it? Like, it's just something to chill to, something to, mm. like, drive to. And yeah, no, I fuck with it. I, I do like the beats more. But yeah, currency is yeah. all right. It's a good tape. Yeah, I think, yeah, I mean, you kind of know what you're getting with currency in terms of yeah. what he's going to be talking about, but it's just yeah. the the marriage of his voice and the beats, which works so well. Yeah, they do work really well. So, so really, well. Really, really well. They yeah. obviously know each other. They've known each other for over a decade at this point. So, yeah, um, you can't go wrong. But yeah, if you listen to this project or you go away and listen to it and enjoy it. Um, then let us know about that. And also check out Covert Coop. I cannot recommend that project mm-hmm. enough. Um, BBS is probably every month <laughs> one of my most listened to tracks just because it doesn't get old and I can't fathom how someone makes that kind of music. But there we go. Mm. There we go. Um, another new project uh, that we've had released recently was uh, Big Crit's new album i think it's his fifth studio album uh, called digital roses don't die um have you have you heard a bit of this or nah you, you knew yeah. it dropped um yeah i knew it dropped yeah, yeah. i will <laughs> kind of recommend that you don't <laughs> go and listen <laughs> right, to cool. it um <laughs> yeah it's not it's not really the one i think uh <laughs> he's singing he kind of sings in the first proper track there's like an intro track Mm-hmm. kind of instrumental and then gets into the second track starts singing voice sounds pretty strained and like forced so you like pushing the lyrics out um definitely more hits more misses than hits on the album um yeah. there's some nice production on there i'll say um but my question is like when does when does an artist become when when can you start being like no this artist isn't very good anymore like they have a great cat like they've had a That's good a two good three episode. albums we That's might do this episode. because I'm thinking yeah. is it when it's is it when your discography is 50-50 oh. and you're like well the last two projects haven't been very good so we can't keep pretending like they like we're still listening to Kalalatika because we're not it's not like 2012 it sounds like a cop out but the answer really is it depends like okay for example if Kendrick drops two shit albums you're still going to listen to the third one 100% you are yeah. you are there's no doubt about that mm. whereas if YG drops two shit albums in a row. You're probably not going to check the third one out. Mm. Like, you know I mean? it just no. depends on the kind of pedigree. So, um, that's a good question. That's I think that's why I've kind of avoided the crit because um, ever since um, his double disc in 2017, forever is a mighty long time. Uh, I think there was it a big crit was here that wasn't yep. well received, and he's not one of those guys who I love so much that I have to check him out every time he drops. I just kind of let the yeah, people yeah. tell me like, oh, is it good or not? And then I'll check it out. And yeah, this is another one in a row where it's like people are just like, nah. Like mm-hmm. people have been meme, people memed on it this one quite significantly. So I was like, actually, yeah, definitely not going to check this one out. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's it's disappointing because, like you say, there are a number of projects that we really liked. Obviously, his debut mixtape was amazing, and then we had those two um, two studio albums, which are good. And then uh, Forever's a Mighty Long Time is a good album as well. Mm-hmm. Um, but then the last two have just been 
Yeah, not great. So I don't know, man. Yeah. No, we should talk about that. That's it. I'm going to put that in the archive. I think we should definitely yeah. do that. Because yeah, that's a sure. 60% success rate from his <laughs> studio albums, mm-hmm. which doesn't spell greatness. I don't know. I don't know. We'll talk What's about it? it at some point. But yeah, uh, cool. again, if you listen to this that. one, let us know what you think. Um, at TVC Pod on Twitter, Final Collective Pod mm. at Instagram. Mm-hmm. Anything else project wise? I don't think so, no. Okay, well, that's not true. Deontay Hitchcock has released his EP. Oh, his EP, yes. Um, So he was our Spotlight Series artist from week 20, so going way back. Um, So he had a new EP released on Valentine's Day called Every Day the 14th. Um, Definitely a a shift in sound. Um, Mm. it's, It's good fun. Like he's kind of exploring, going outside of his normal, like soundscape, comfort zone, all that kind of stuff. Um, it's his first project since 2020, since Better, yeah, which was well received by us both. And I think mm-hmm. you you kind of put me onto him by adding was a Spotlight series artist. Yes. Went and checked him out and was like, yeah, damn, this guy, this guy's talented. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, yeah, so big big fan of him. Um, the project's not the strongest, but it's only it's literally I think it is 12 or 14 minutes. Um, some funny lines. Oh, he's just got LA fun. on here. Fuck it out. Damn. He's got okay, quite a sorry, few features, man. quite a few singing features yeah. as well on this third and fourth tracks. Um, but yeah, I like it. He's, he's expanding. Um, and I think he will kind of incorporate this into, into whatever he's dropping later on this album. Like, okay, I think cool. this is definitely a prelude to a lot of drops this album. Um, cause he took is last that, year. So it's a Valentine's tape. It could be, but I think, mm. but I think considering it's very much out of his own bag, <clears throat> Um, it could yeah, be a sign of what's to come. Um, he had a fair, funny line. Um, she going to want me t- to put this wood on her tongue. This is a checkup. Terrible. <laughs> Terrible. Anyway, moving on. Valentine's. Um, so there's a, there's a single from, uh, from Koji Radical. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you heard it called Silk. I'm waiting for the album at this point. With Masego. Yeah. Cause yeah. my question was then going to be considering how mm. Paula received the first yeah. single was like what were we thinking after this um yeah i mean I'm the first not... single was gangster which i like the second yes. single which was um uh sorry we co- with uh nux. nux that's the one i didn't like yeah, yeah. that yeah, wasn't cool but, um yeah. this, this one was all right one. it was all right mm. um it didn't capture me massively mm. which is disappointing but mm. i'm gonna just hold off and wait for the album and hope that right, it, cool. it is better. Maybe we review that actually. That'd be an interesting one to dig into because yeah, definitely there's a lot of albums coming out quite soon. So, yeah, that would be. I'm waiting for the album though, but it's it's quite soon. Only a couple of weeks now, not too long, mm. not too yeah, long yeah. to Um, but is that it from new music? Uh, I think so. Yeah, Damn. there's not much. Short uh, intro, short intro uh, today. No, I mean, to be honest, no. So they think, come on, John, you know that's not how we work here. I'm always going to have to come in and uh, just fuck up your plans. It's never a short night. It's never a short night. But I think I'll be absolutely remiss, come on, if I do not mention this because obviously it's a big, big piece of yes. news. And to be honest, it's actually why I think this is one that actually kind of lines up quite well with what we mm. do. So, you know, <laughs> that's the thing, guys. Take the ones that come to you, not the ones that you force to come to you. But of course, the news that um, Jamal Edwards... Yeah. Um, the founder of SVTV passed away. And the reason why I wanted to bring this one up, not because of any sort of, oh my gosh, she was great. And, you know, because everyone else is going to say that, of course, he's a great mm-hmm. man. But I think the reason why this one is so, so critical is because he, I think maybe it's something that is easy to forget, but with Jamal Edwards, and obviously I know we you know, kind of have that joke of, you know, he didn't really get into hip hop until like that fifth and all that stuff. But I think mm-hmm. just 
just to note logic. So I don't expect you to say too much, but like what he did for UK culture is absolutely immeasurable. Yeah. Like in any sense of the word. And if you're not someone who's familiar with Jamal Edwards or you're not even familiar with UK like music or you don't even like UK music, that's not even the point. It's just the fact that he was able to do what he did. So, mm-hmm. and I think here's a few, few things for context, right? He died at 31. Yeah. Obviously, which is quite tragic. He got his MBE like 24, 25, which is already insane for a black man <laughs> in, in London. He started SVTV the same year YouTube came out, which was 2006. That means he was about, what, 15 years old. Mm-hmm. And adding to that, okay, now we look back and it's like, okay, everyone's got a camera. It doesn't seem that innovative. Just pick up your camera and start recording people. You know, maybe he's a lucky one. You could argue that, right? Yeah. But here's the thing on top of that. He was 15 recorded real gang members in the height of London crime in the mid to late 2000s. That is something that I don't think people have really even mentioned in his legacy. That takes some fucking nuts, mate. Like, look at the people he's recording. He's recording, like, fucking prime gigs and young Teflon, all these people who literally went to jail after they did the SVTV F64. Like, this is no fucking joke, mate. And he was doing it for free. Mm -hmm. Like, and the reason why I say that is because I've had people in my life who have tried to record artists and they've literally had, like, their kit stolen. Like, it's a real thing. Like, it's it's not a game and you really can't be playing about with stuff like this. Let alone someone who's not even from these sides of the, like, cities. Guys going, like... When I was younger, it was absolutely unheard of for someone from like southeast to just go to northwest within the and just start recording yeah. rappers. Yeah. You would just not do that. You would not do that. Let alone even within like um, the side of London. Like for example, if you're from Catford, you wouldn't just go to Deptford. You you, you just wouldn't do that. So yeah. the fact that he was able to do that for free, put these artists on, get to the point where he has his own ra- ra- record label, and again, you can't understate some of the artists he's had on. So. Or some of the artists who've started their career through like a rap, um, mm-hmm. through a rap verse on SVTV. We're talking Jay Huss. We're talking Dave. Devlin. Like, um, fucking hell. Um, Don Scrapsy. Like, yeah. this is, not Don Scrapsy, sorry. This is insane shit. Um, nines, of course. Like, he always says, shout out to Jamal on every SVTV um, video he has. Like, Every, I feel like no joke and he's one of the very few people you could do this with and this is why I think mm. I'm putting so much emphasis on it almost every single UK rapper probably can be traced back to Jamal Edwards in some capacity yeah. and that is something that I don't think we're ever going to see again and I think that's why his loss has been felt so much yeah. so yeah um, just obviously this is kind of a shout out to him if you you know support his work maybe share some of his work um, post it go look back on some of the old videos I think just as a history lesson um, again I'm not expecting everyone to know because obviously you know <laughs> you can't choose what age you're born but mm. definitely look back and you I think you'd be very surprised how far back his legacy goes yeah. like it's and it, it, it's it's no surprise right that mm. he was getting like Google adverts when he was 20 years old no yeah. surprise and even so yeah so I'll just yeah. add to that in terms mm. of if you're listening and you know you're not as familiar with those names mm. Ed Sheeran you will have heard of and of Ed course, Sheeran, yes. mm-hmm. in what was it, 2010, he had like mm-hmm. sent in a, a video through SBTV. Um, mm-hmm. And like through that, he got, um, what was it? Who was he went on tour with? Example. Mm-hmm. Went on tour with Example through that. And then that kind of launched his career somewhat. And then, yeah. you know, kind of 18 came quite quickly after that and mm-hmm. just skyrocketed. Yeah. So, we're just talking some of the biggest artists we've ever seen yes do you know what I mean like yeah. it's, 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 it's 
it is so extensive and it's like even when i'm saying that it's actually quite overwhelming because like this is like there's so like you've literally seen if you go on like twitter and if people are oh, what's your favorite s64s and you're talking about all oh, these like superstars now like what the mm-hmm. fuck like do you even him like it's insane yep. it's insane like it doesn't even matter like literally from nines to akala to dave to heart like yeah immeasurable and i'm pretty sure i'm missing off a lot now because like you said i obviously missed out as sharing this i'm missing out a shit ton of names mm. but yeah, so what he's done is going to live forever. Mm. And I really, I really think you should kind of shout out people who mm. have done stuff to that degree, honestly. Yeah. I think that's like, yeah, it's very admirable, to be honest. Yeah, so, for that's sure. That's what I was going to do. Shout out to Jamal. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, massive influence. I mean, even, I don't know, mm. but like earlier artists, even like Dizzy mm. and all of those, I'm imagining yeah. they were kind of on SPTV at that point. I know he had a career yeah. before that, but... Yeah, I know what you mean. Yeah, but yeah. Because even like, the fact that Skepta, even when he had microphone champion and he already had like too many, and like he still was on SBTV, yeah, SBTV videos. And because there was nothing else before that, because you got to remember, like there was nothing before SBTV. <laughs> like yeah. there was nothing. Like there was Channel U, which was like on MTV. TV. <laughs> and there's MTV. Yeah. There was nothing else. There was no Grime Daily. Nope. There was no Mixtape Madness. There was no Link Up TV. Westwood Crypt Sessions weren't a thing like that. Okay, you had Charlie Stuff come in. That was it. That was it. So when, when a, even if you didn't like that artist, if someone dropped, mm. if SBTV uploaded a new video and an artist you never heard of, you'll just listen to it because that's, that's how you, that's how yeah. people found new artists back in the day. So that's, that's the way. And it took years, it took years before these other guys came on. And the fact, remember, Jay House hasn't been around for that long. The fact that he blew up through SBTV, the fact that mm-hmm. Dave blew up through SBTV, this is like 2014, 2015. Mm-hmm. This, this is not that long ago. This like, do you know what I mean? It was still a big deal even back then to kind of be found, um, on SBTV. So it's like, when you really think of it that way, it's like, holy shit, this guy was really doing it for a long time. And that's not even, mm-hmm. um, that's not even including um, the lot of people he's kind of put on who don't, who are even musicians, like writers, journalists, people trying to make up their own thing. It's like, you know, insane, insane. Like yeah. you can't, yeah, you're never going to do this again. Nice. <laughs> yeah. So it's one of those like really unique guys. So yeah. 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 That's it. Um, we're going to take a short break and then we will be back with the the main segment. Cool. See you guys in a bit. Right. And we're back. And obviously as the title of the episode says, we are going to be looking at, uh, rap super groups. What does that mean? That means, um, this is kind of inspired, you know, I'll be honest because again, I don't have to act like, this is one thing I fucking hate about people, right? Like, I don't have to act like every idea that comes to my mind that just came from me. Like, sometimes I'm influenced by things or sometimes I'm like, oh, that seems like a cool idea or, you know, like you said, uh, that we had, sorry, an intro, me and you were talking about something and I'd be like, oh, that's a cool idea. Thanks for that. We should do that as an episode. Mm-hmm. So this one was inspired by um, a question that Dead End Hip Hop had, which they made into an episode. So I'm going to fucking take that question, make it to our own episode, but we'll have obviously our own spin on it so uh, i kind of feel like is that content student i think kind of not it's just absolutely not question. yeah we're citing not, it just like a good essay yeah we've, exactly uh, so. you know we've done our little <laughs> harvard citation we've said dead end hip-hop 2022 <laughs> yeah so i'm going to check that video out but i thought you know that'd be quite a good exercise for us to do because again we have the we have obviously have our american knowledge we also have the british knowledge as well so i think that'll add some good angles in terms of some mm. of the super groups we may or may not have um, so me and John um, have our own super groups we haven't talked about this prior we don't know what our criteria is going to be we're going to kind of flesh that out as we go in I think the criteria could even be different across groups yeah um, so just to get this in so I'm still I'm still trying to you know workshop this way so if you have your own super groups 
you know, we'll have a question at the end saying, oh, what is your supergroup? Let us know. Leave it down in the um, question box if you are on Spotify or whatever. So, yeah, have that there. So, you know, I'm trying to do it. Is it better at the start of the conversation at the end of the conversation? We're now, let's do it at the start. Yeah, yeah, we'll do it at the start. So, yeah, cool. So, um, yeah, let's get off. So, um, so what were your criteria for your supergroups and did it kind of change um, with the different groups? Or what is a supergroup to you? Cool. Um, I will say some of these are just, um, they're just guilty pleasures. They're just like, oh, I really want to see these guys together. But looking at it objectively, um, a supergroup <laughs> to function and to actually work well, um, you need you need every single member of the group to have an individual talent, to have a, mm-hmm. a solo career that's successful or that has shown immense talent. Um, you need an artist or a producer uh, who's a good collaborator and they're good at featuring on other artists work as well. Um, it doesn't work if they, you know, I'm not going to lie. None of my super group spoiler, uh, have J Cole on there because he's not so used <laughs> to having many people on his albums. I love mm-hmm. J Cole, but apart from like features recently where he's on other people's work, he's not a natural collaborator in his own work. So I want to find people who are used to doing that. Um, and I'd say more so from like the linchpins of the groups. So usually they will be the producers, I guess, because they're kind of bringing everything together. Um, you'll want, a, I guess, a, an ability to to be diverse, to have like a diverse yeah, soundscape. So exactly, yeah. probably an artist that might come up at some point, if it's like Alchemist or whoever you're thinking about, right? They have a diver, like they have such a broad range of influences. Um, Madlib, for example, right? Like he... Mm-hmm has so much knowledge about like Latin mm. beats, like Bossa Nova and um, mm. Salsa and Samba, all of that kind of stuff, which he incorporated to his sampling from the US. Um, so mm. you want to have that diversity as well. Um, what else? I think those are the main three that I yeah. think about. Yeah. yeah. What about yourself? Um, I think quite similar. I think with me, a super group, and this is this is something that people even do even outside of music. Obviously, I'm going to mm. do the regular thing where I relate it to sports. People think a super team or a super group is just the five best players you can do in every yeah. position. That is actually the definition of a complete clusterfuck because there's going to be a lot of egos in the room. There's not going to be a lot of chemistry. Yeah. Like, this, to this day, people just still believe it was like Michael Jordan and like five guys just... Oh, four other guys just fucking around. Do people remember, you know the year where you fucked off to play golf? They were in, they were fucking in like, what, the Scott conference was championship? one of the best players in the league. Do you know what I mean? He was one of the best players in the fucking NBA. People act like, people, I don't know why people just act like, oh, you know, he was like a Duracell battery without the amplifier. It's like, no, these guys were still really good. Like, he's still one of the best players in the NBA. Like, Michael Jordan, of course, was a star player. Yes, but he also had some of the best accessories the league could possibly offer. Yeah. So people need to stop. I mean, there's a reason why Pippen made it in the top 75. Oh, what's that? Dennis Rodman also made the top 75. Like, crazy, that isn't it? Like, it's almost as if they were like a star trio. Um, so yeah, so I think it's more just about how they work with each other. So you don't necessarily have to even be the best player in your position to be part of a star yeah. team. I don't think that even makes sense. Like, <clears throat> for example, another basketball reference. So Devin Booker's gone to the Nets. Devin Booker is shit at shooting, but he's good at assisting. So maybe that's what he needs to be part of this, you know, unit where... KD is the one shooting and you know stuff like that you get what I'm trying to say right so that's the idea of a super team is where like Devin it's Booker. kind of like not Devin Booker ben oh Simmons. my god 
Ben Simmons, Devin Booker would never like, go to the Nets. Excuse me. Yeah, sorry. 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 <laughs> Wet like I'm book. Shout out to Drake. No, sorry. Devin, I don't know why. You know what it is? I'm just doing that thing where like, oh, they're just both mixed race guys. They're just the same in my head. No, wow. sorry. I love Devin Booker. Wow. I love Devin Booker. Shout ben out to Simmons the cannot I'm, shoot. I agree. De- ben, yeah, Ben Simmons cannot shoot for shit. Sorry, but he's really good at assisting. Devin, but I really hope the Suns win this year, by the way, just as a sidebar. But um, yeah, so I think that would work in the system with the Nets, right? Yep. Not because you're not you're not doing it because he's the best in his position. That makes no sense because he's definitely not. Mm-hmm. Same, I mean, so that's what you're kind of looking for in the rap group. That's kind of how I took it. So you have like a star player, uh, you have like your centerpiece more mm-hmm. time, and then you have the ones that work. Also, you can have teams that are just more than a sum of their parts, which I think you, some people may argue is um, Leicester for 2015, 2016. I mean, they, they didn't have the best team in the league, but their chemistry was amazing. Mm-hmm. So they, you know, that's how they kind of won it. Um, similar to how Leeds were last year when they yeah. first came into the league. They mean, first time in the Premier League and they finished ninth. That's insane. So shit like that. So that's kind of how the, the logic I kind of had. So I kind of kind of treated it like the sports aspects of sort. Because, you know, rapping sports is very synonymous. Mm-hmm. As um, I was reminded. So yeah. that was it. Um, Sweet. Yeah, j- Go on, just to add on to that, so what we've had, or what we kind of decided, we don't know how often this will kind of be activated throughout the show, but we kind of added a wildcard element. So when John kind of reads out his group or I read out a group, if we do feel like there might be someone who we can kind of add to make it, you know, add mm. that like 1% to to make it 100%, we'll say so. Or if you think, oh, actually, no, he's got it fucked up. Let's remove one. I can give like a justification mm. why it shouldn't be yeah. there. But I'll try and leave your pixel alone for the most part. Yeah. yeah. Before we get into our own, like some, I guess some super groups that we've seen in the mm. past that have worked and haven't worked. Like mm. what, what kind of artists come to mind when you think that? Oh, Blackstar. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's one straight away. That is, that, that is, um, yeah, that's a big one. Um, another one. Oh, there hasn't really been many that worked. Because obviously, I guess in theory, R. Kelly and Jay-Z was a super group. That didn't really work. Um, <laughs> people don't even talk about it anymore these days. No. Um, Kid C. Kid C. That's not a super group. That is not a super Why group. Why not? Kid Cudi is not. No. Kid Cudi is good. That's not a super group. Watch the Throne is a super group. That's a super group. Mm-hmm. Because you took the two biggest rappers in the world at the time and put them together on an album. That's a super group. But but then you but then you're saying what that there are only two artists that can form a super group in that era. No, but like, but more most time when it comes to collab albums, rappers don't really work outside of twos. That's the only thing. How many rappers come together as more than two of them? Well, you better prepare yourself for my selections then. Okay. No, that's what I'm saying. No, I'm just saying like in. In theory, we could have more, but the same, like in reality, I've never. It's not like four rappers come together and say, "Yeah, we're gonna make an album together." Well, that never happens. But, yeah, unless they're part but of you're saying it's not a super group because Kid Cudi isn't a big enough profile. Yeah, really? I don't think he's a. I don't think he's a top. I don't think. But it doesn't have to be in terms of it's in terms of profile, right? No, but I don't even think Kid Cudi is so sick that him and Kanye West is like, "Oh my gosh, the perfect matching." I don't see Kid that Cudi way has twenty four million monthly listeners. I know. Uh, is it? Yes. Is that a super group? Yes, it is. Okay, potentially. Potentially. Maybe I just don't rate Kanye. Um, like well, yeah, I mean, clearly not. <laughs> maybe, he has yeah, like multiple <laughs> songs over 200 million streams. I'm not denying he's not big. is a huge artist. I just didn't see him as like, oh, like, I wouldn't, I wouldn't put him in like a super group. Maybe, maybe, I think, maybe I'm thinking more artistry. I wouldn't think him as like a super artist. Mm. Or even like an A tier artist, I wouldn't put him in that group. But maybe, maybe I'm wrong. 
Maybe I'm wrong. Especially recently as well. Maybe if you're talking early 10s, that was mm-hmm. definitely that would definitely be a super group. If Kanye and Cuddy came together in 2010, that's 100% a super group. But I think because it was 2018, I was like, oh, you know. But yeah, yeah. I don't know. I don't know. You know what? I want to see what people think about that. We'll see what people say after this episode. But yeah, I, you know, I'll give, I'll, 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 um, what do you call it? I'll concede that. I'll concede that. Is it? Is it because so. of the 90 minute speeding bullet to heaven? You're still thinking about that. <laughs> 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 That's one of my favorite albums of all time. Look, we're talking about that album was fucking amazing, bro. That was amazing. But yeah, um, yeah okay, cool. I'll, I'll take that one. But what about you? I don't know if there's any other examples of mm, super groups. Maybe we're defining we them differently. Um, yeah, yeah really cool. I mean, yeah, super group. Like, retrospectively, you would be like, oh, Black Hippies is a hip, uh, super group. But at the time, it wasn't so much. Exactly. Yeah. I don't, I don't think that counts, though. Like, if you grow into a good team, that's, that's of course, great. Mm. But we're talking about when they paired up, everyone's like, holy shit, these two are paired mm. up. That's a super group for my eyes. Fair. Okay. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Kick us off, then. <laughs> Give cool. us your first group. Um, my first one is kind of a bit of a cheat, but I just want to get... It's, a, it's like a preliminary... I know exactly. I feel like I yeah. know exactly who it is. <laughs> yeah. It, it, I think it's an obvious one because um, they kind of teased it the other day. Yeah. Um, obviously, mm-hmm. it's course. It's the Chicago plus St. Louis trio, which is Saba, No Name, and Smino. Mm-hmm. However, I've added a bit of a twist to it. So I thought, okay, cool. This obviously already, those three is a massive, banging, banging trio. Not because, I don't even think all of them are like star players like that, but I just think they complement each other so fucking well. So it would even, you don't even need a star mm. player for this group. So how I've rounded it out. Oh, oh yeah, by the way, guys, we're adding producers to these teams as well to see, okay, what type of production would be under. So, um, so okay, Saba, no name Smino, but I've added, okay, cool. I don't want Saba singing, actually. I don't really care for him when he sings like that. I want yeah. him rapping his ass off. I want him and no name to be trading the rhymes back and forth. Smino can do the melodics. All and right. I've added another singer. I've added John Doe. John Doe's going to round out this bitch. So when it comes to the R&B songs, Smino and John Doe can just have it out. And okay. that'd be amazing. So that's already a banging force. So now you just need a producer. Okay, and now... I think Saba can produce some of these songs. So I think that's even makes it even more OP. Mm-hmm. But I don't want him producing every song because it's going to sound a bit too lo-fi. So who do I want? And I thought about this and I was thinking, this is going to be very hard because yeah. he also needs to work for no-name production. Yeah. And I've put Ninth Wonder. I think Ninth Ooh. Wonder will be really good okay. to round out this group. And I think if these four even made a song, let alone an album, this would fucking slap. What do you think about this one? I like that. I mean, it makes sense because, you know, we've, we know that there's something <laughs> there's something going on um mm-hmm. yeah i can see i can see john doe doing like um yeah providing some nice hooks and stuff yeah mm-hmm. i'm a fan i'm a fan yeah and she's had she's worked with all of them independently and she's worked with them yeah she worked with all of them independently so she has chemistry with them individually mm. and they all have chemistry together i think it would just work i think ninth has enough soul and they're all mm. quite soulful i think ninth wonder is a very soulful producer so i think he'd be the one to kind of yeah round this one out yeah mm. that's my thought okay i like it <laughs> cool that's a fan I'm a fan uh, I wish we could have multiple questions and we could or maybe we're like yeah. oh, I don't know maybe we can ask the audience at some point we can tweet out and like list yeah. all of the super groups and say like you know what's your yeah. favourite yeah let's do that let's yeah, do that yeah, yeah. cool uh, cool I'm trying to think I've got way too many here um, yeah no keep going I think we're going to have a lot of time cool. it's fine right, sweet. it's fine uh, okay one of my super groups here um, okay this this one has yeah it has five members um so this one is, uh, I've got Tyler, the creator. Mm-hmm. I've got ASAP Rocky. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, we've got Kei Trinado. Okay. Okay. Uh, okay. We've got Bad Bad Not Good. Okay, two producers. Okay, and, let's go. And Kaliuchis. Oh, that's a good one. <laughs> that's a good one. Thank you, thank like, you. What was the thought process behind cool. that? Um, well, I, start, I started going into this mm. thinking with the first two names of Tyler and ASAP mm. because, mm. you know, they've got undeniable chemistry and friendship. Of they've course, obviously yeah. collaborated on songs like uh, Potato Salad, which I love. Mm. I love yeah. Potato Salad. And on, um, what else were they on? They were on a track from Flower Boy as well. Mm-hmm. One of the earlier tracks. Um, yeah, I can't remember the name of it. Um, so I started from that point and was like, cool. Um, you know, what kind of producers that they worked with? Who do they want to work with? Um, Tyler said he was kind of annoyed that he was left off Kate Renata's l- latest album. I was like, I really want to mm-hmm. work with him. So mm-hmm. off Bubba. So Kate Renata was like, yeah, I want to work with him. Um, bad, Bad, Not Good are just like... So if you have Kate Renata production, mm-hmm. you've got Tyler and ASAP like trading verses... Mm-hmm. Bad, bad, not good, providing that kind of like jazzy, like kind of indie poppy, like um, mm. soundscape on there. And you've got Kaliuchis, who's worked obviously with Tyler before. Mm. Um, and she's also worked with Kate Renata on 99.9%. Um, so you've got her providing those kind of like, you know, Latin vocal vibes. And bad, bad, not good are very versatile as well. Like you would have seen they've worked with people from like Ghostface Killer all the way to... Um, whoever <laughs> so um i feel like this would be a really diverse group and it would provide for a lot of really interesting sounds as well as well as just like the pure rapping talent of asap and tyler um yeah i feel like bad bad and cage are so versatile um that whatever they did it would just be pretty sick i fuck with it yeah. i see it i see this one and if yeah. you need there's tyler's production as well if, if he wants <laughs> That's to throw his hat to in say. the ring um, yeah and it's also, it's not too heavy on any one element because Bad Bad Not Good can take the background, can kind of take the back foot and just offer the like instrumentals and Kei Trinada's like the overall like production head. Um, and then Kali's obviously providing the vocals. And, and Tyler can also just add direction as well. Like, exactly. Because you, you know, yeah, he know he'll do that as well. Yeah. Okay. Um, but yeah. yeah, that's my, that's my super group. I think... No, I think mean, I think that's fine. Yeah, we also just to add it, we also had like up to five people, so it's not like yeah. we have like a team of ten. But uh-huh. um, no, I have no problems. I'm, I don't think I'll change anyone out. I think Kadiushis can add some good hooks as well. Yeah, because so, she's, no, she's on flower, but wasn't she? And, yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Cool. Okay. Cool. No, I'll, I'll stick with that. I'll stick with that. Um. Well, no, nah, I'll leave that suggestion for another uh, group. I'll leave that <laughs> I'm gonna add one. But I was gonna sort out producer, but I think double you have is actually fine. Cool. So here's my one. Here, this one is just. I think this is a super group because mm-hmm. it would just be so much crud. Yes. Yeah. But on this one, like, cool. it's gonna be just a straight gangster <laughs> rap. It's gonna be amazing. So, again, my star player, Freddie Gibbs. Gotta have him there. One of the best rappers out right now. Mm-hmm. But I also have one of the best feature artists of all time. I got Jadakiss here. Freddie Gibbs. Okay. Jadakiss okay. Could make some amazing music, and I already have. Um, but I'm having a triple threat here. Mm-hmm. So this actually might be a lot of stars, but I actually think, all things considered, this will actually round out to be a good trio. So I have Schoolboy Q as my third guy. Okay. And I think these guys can literally just trade bars for days. And they can talk about a whole range of topics. It doesn't always just have to be crud. They can be reflecting and be like, oh, you know, those times on the streets. Oh, fuck, I shouldn't have been doing that stuff. They can do that as well. Schoolboy, two, Schoolboy Q is great for that as mm-hmm. well. And 
I think this is quite a simple one. Just to round it out. Just fucking have Alchemist there. I don't even need five people. This is a really amazing album. So that's my four. I mean, that's how, I think that would be enough for me. Mm. Repeat that again. So we've so got Freddie Gibbs, yep. Jadakiss, mm. Schoolboy Q, Alchemist. Alchemist. Mm. Interesting. Because, mm. I mean, Jadakiss goes all the way back and so does Alchemist as well. So yep. if need be, I mean, Alchemist can bring out like a more of like a throwback like boom back style product boom back style production if he needs um, exactly and as well he can do that like really gritty schoolboy q stuff um and schoolboy q he's very versatile so i feel like he'll mm. be like the wild card in this yeah one. he'll add like all the ad libs and yeah. stuff so yeah yeah no singing that's on here that's not necessary we're just going no that's straight, no straight no street. singing St- straight street the straight nitty gritty man that's how i do mm-hmm. okay would you add a fifth I think we've got Alchemist, Jadakiss, Schoolboy, and Freddy. Hmm. I don't know. I'm not sure. Sh- oh, I don't know how that dynamic's going to work. <laughs> I, I think it's what, but I mean, we've seen them. Has Freddy Gibbs mm-hmm. and Schoolboy Q worked together? I think they've all worked with Alchemist in some way. I know Schoolboy Q had them when you're going to drop that new shit with Alchemist. That was yeah. quite a smooth song. Freddy Gibbs and Alchemist also worked together. Maybe it's, maybe, I think it's just Jadakiss that's left to be yeah. questioned. They had um, gang signs. Oh, okay, yeah. That was Maybe. recent. That was 21. Yeah. 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 But I don't think Jadakiss and Alchemist have worked together. But I don't know. I had to double check that. Yeah. But yeah, I think I think there's something to this one. But yeah, I think, I think that'd, be, that'd be a great album. That'd be a great... I think because, yeah, they can, they can switch out. They can go all types of directions in terms of gangster rap. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. He has... He has... I knew there was one. I have a playlist called... Um, I have a playlist, it's private. I have a playlist for that. Um, <laughs> of my favourite Alchemist beats. And I knew that there was something I was like, yeah, it must be Death Wish. Jada Kiss yeah. Little Wayne was produced oh, by, okay. from the Last Kiss album, uh, that was produced by uh, Alchemist. And that is a huge tune. That is, okay, that, yeah, is really, that really works. Um, yeah, I like, okay. I like this. I don't know if I'd change it. I would just be very intrigued to see how that sounded. Mm. Um, okay. Yeah, because I don't know. I could see like a Pusha T, Jada Kiss, oh. Alchemist. Just because I've got that Ooh. one beat in my head. That's the mm. only reason. That'd be a banger one. Yeah, I could really oh. see Jada Kiss, Pusha T, and Alchemist. I think it's, uh, the Pusha T, Freddy is still to be um, explored. Obviously, I, we know they made music together. We just need to know what it sounds yes. like. Until yep. then, I can't bank on it. Yep. But if that, if that chemistry works out well, then yeah, I think Pusha T could definitely slot into mm. them. But yeah, that's my fault. Oh, I like it. <laughs> I'm a fan. Cool, what's your group? Uh, cool. So <laughs> this next one is... There are four four people in this one. Okay. Um, so we have Kendrick Lamar. Okay, cool. Uh, we have Flying Lotus. I already like this one. Let's go. <laughs> we, we have <laughs> Anderson Park. Uh, we have why are you laughing because <laughs> I have a very similar group keep going <laughs> uh, do you also have Thundercat <laughs> no I don't have Thundercat okay. no uh, okay and, cool and and uh, Questlove oh that's five people then. five sorry yes there's five yeah uh, and Questlove okay damn Questlove okay yes so basically making to Pimper Butterfly again yes, yes. <laughs> yeah okay yeah. cool yeah. Well, cause, <laughs> obviously because uh, Flying Lotus yeah. produced uh, Wesley's Theory first track from mm-hmm. um, T-Pub uh, he's mm. obviously worked with Anderson Park um, mm. and with Kendrick Lamar in his own work from the 2014 yeah. album. Um, yeah, Never Catch Me. Yeah. Dang, oh, um, shit. yeah. yeah I, I just want to see where this one would go. Sonically, sure, it might sound more in that like jazz yeah. bag, but mm-hmm. Flying Lotus 
when you obviously track his discography, there are so many different types. Like he goes so further, feel like far left than like the jazz stuff we get on T-Pab. So I reckon he could like really challenge Kendrick in terms of like his flows and what, what he sounds like. Um, mm-hmm. Cause he's obviously such a versatile artist. He's always coming up with new flows and on damn, he just sounds completely different. Um, mm-hmm. So I would like to see what this would sound like. Anderson Park is just incredibly versatile as well. Like we know he's done, like we've seen him in like the Silk Sonic, like pure funk bag. We've seen him collaborating with his usual um, like sounds on, I mean, when we saw him on like Super Bowl, those are, those are the people that he's collaborated a lot with before, like Dr. Dre, Kendrick. Then he does (laughs) that too. Um, And he sounds amazing on like Thundercat. He's also, what was that? Was it Rilla, that track he had with Toki Monster? Oh, I can't remember now. Yeah. I cannot remember now. Um, and then so. he's just got his, like his, uh, like Malibu mm-hmm. stuff, like work with the mm-hmm. free nationals. Um, mm-hmm. So yes, this, this is the most like on the nose one. Like it's the yeah. most obvious five, but I don't know. I like the sound of it. Yeah. No, fair. I mean, T-Map's not a bad album, isn't it? No, <laughs> so no. I don't mind if you make it again. So yeah, no, I'll fuck with this one. I don't. But I would just want so more direction. Sorry. I want more direction from like Flying Lotus. Like, I'd want to okay. see his production. But don't you think he produced quite a bit on T-Bab? It's only the first crazy. track. Only the first track? Oh my as far damn. as I'm aware, yeah. Or maybe he did, like, instrumentation for the other songs. But I know he's definitely on that album more than once, for sure. Unless I'm going absolutely crazy. Mm-hmm. He has to have some sort of additional instrumentation there. But a whole Fly Notes produced song, I don't mind that either. So, yeah, fuck with that. Mm-hmm. Um, would I just say that if I begin? I'm, I'm just going to see. Uh, Flying Lotus, Kendrick Lamar... Uh, Anderson Park, Thundercat, and uh, Questlove on the drums. So three. So you only have Kendrick and Anderson as vocalists. Just the three of them. Okay, damn. Do you know what? That could work. I don't know if I'd have three producers though, because if if I already have Flying Lotus and I already have Thundercat, I so mean I've Thundercat the on the bass. He can yeah. also provide some vocals if necessary. That's what I'm saying. He's got vocals. Flying Lotus can do drums I think I think he can do drums so do I need Questlove don't know if I need Questlove actually he's also a very good producer if necessary yeah it's true well Questlove yeah him and uh, Black Thought produced a lot of their albums oh yes it's true this is very true no it can work actually it's fair Kendrick and Questlove would actually be a good duo by itself to be honest I'm surprised that so if you took someone out who would it be I would take out Questlove. I just don't know who I'd put mm. in there with. I don't know if I'd free... I think I would have someone else. Mm. I would say I would, though, as I just said that. But I think I would have... Shit. Who would work well? I think... I would have to come back to that one. I'd have to come back to that one. But we'll put it in that one. But I would add someone else. I'm thinking someone maybe a bit more upbeat, like Hit Boy, because Kendrick could still work with that, and so could Anderson. Mm. But someone just a bit took out a bit more of a of an other direction. Yeah. But because Hit Boy can still do soulful shit as well, so it's yeah. not like that's a problem. But yeah, I'll think about that one. I'll get back to that one. Okay. But um, in the meantime, I'll go back to I'll go to my Kendrick supergroup because obviously we're gonna have a fucking yeah. Kendrick supergroup. It's one of the best rappers of our generation, if not the best. So this one only has four. So obviously I have Kendrick. Mm-hmm. I have Rhapsody. Uh, this one. Yeah. And I have Anderson Park. So I had Anderson Park on my one as well because I think Kendrick and Anderson have great chemistry. Mm-hmm. So, um, but my producer, They're only have one producer. called like Conscious yeah. Compton or something. Go on. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, he's not from, I mean, he's from um, Oxnard, isn't he? But um, to be honest, I think 
Rhapsody and Kendrick have great chemistry. Um, obviously, complexion. And Rhapsody and Anderson Park have great chemistry. Showing on them, ooh wee, on Ladies Wisdom. Mm-hmm. Banging song. So this chemistry is not even a problem here. It's just a producer. I only have one producer on this. And the reason, and this one's obviously very Kendrick dominant because I think Kendrick can rap on anything. Mm. But I think we've seen the best of Kendrick with in-house TD producers. So like Ali and stuff yeah, like that. Yeah. So I actually have, I have Soundwave as the producer for this ooh, one. Okay. I think I think all of them can work with sound with production mm. from what I've heard. So that that would be my four. And I think this could be some very, very interesting music, mate. Very interesting music. Because Anson Park can give you the singing vocals. So he can flip it out of that. And he can add so Soundwave's the well. producer for this. Soundwave's the producer mm. for this. Soundwave, Anderson, Rhapsody, Kendrick. Hmm. I'm not mad. I'm not mad about that. Yeah. I appreciate that. Yeah. No, <laughs> yeah. I'd like to see Soundwave production on that. That would be cool. Yeah. I think yeah. if I if I rounded that for a fifth, it would be another single. I just don't know who that single would be. It doesn't come straight to mind. But I wouldn't have another one. Anna-wise. I, think I was thinking that, actually. I was thinking, oh, yeah, Anna-wise. I was thinking, oh, that's two of the nose. Yeah. I think that's more of a Kendrick thing than anything yeah, yeah. else. Yeah. Let's <laughs> see what it is. But, um, yeah, I don't know what single would work with all of them. So I think those four I'll have for now. Mm. Yeah. Okay. That's cool. I like it. Mm. This is, I'm enjoying this greatly. If yeah, people at home aren't, fun. we are. So that's, that's <laughs> yeah. good. We're having a good time. That's all that matters, isn't it? Yeah, like, let's keep going. Uh, cool. All right, my next one. Um, let's see. I'm trying to pick between these. Um, okay, uh, my next one is going to start with the producer. We'd have Kenny Beats. Mm. Okay. Uh, okay. Vince Staples, obviously. Natural choice, mm-hmm. uh, yeah. JPEG Mafia, okay, and Damn. Denzel Curry. Okay, are oh, you brought it back? Okay, <laughs> so I was like, Where the hell is he going with this one? But it makes sense. Oh, JPEG on Kenny Beats production, yeah, I want to see it. Damn, that's it. I cannot imagine. I know that's what, yeah, that's, w- that's why I want to see it. Fair. Um, but the other two make pure sense to me, yeah. yeah. Sense. I just wanted to throw in that bit of a wild card because. Mm. I'd love to, I've been, I was trying to listen to their music, like one after the other, yeah. like into listen to a, a Vince track and then a Denzel track and then a JPEG track. Mm. I was like, I think this might, I think this could work. Isn't, I'd love to hear them mm. trading verses. Mm-hmm. Um, it could. Because it could JPEG not, can yeah. like provide that like real hype energy and mm. those kind of not ad libs, but like he's got that like kind of, um, that kind of like. He's eccentric. Up, be like different mm. cadence and stuff to to Vince and Vince is like yeah. the constant, um, mm-hmm. and then you've got Denzel Curry as well. Um, yeah, I don't know for some. Yeah, I just think this would work. It'd be good to see JPEG Mafia like because um, it's I don't know when we think of we've talked previously on the podcast about like the tears of like rap mm. and like for me these three guys are um, in and around mm. the A tier. Yeah, right, yeah, not the sure. S tier yeah, yeah, yeah. of like Kendrick Lamar, mm-hmm. but they're in and yeah. around that level of like mm-hmm. Jid, Freddie, JPEG Mafia's up there, Vince is up yeah. there. Um, yeah, for sure. So it'd be, it'd be cool to have like three straight rappers. And obviously JPEG Mafia doesn't collab as much on his own projects. Yeah. So it'd be nice to see him, um, yeah, on the on someone else's production like this. Because he's an amazing yeah. producer himself, but yeah, I was gonna say, it'd be nice yeah. to see Kenny do it and... Interesting. Kenny is so I versatile. He's worked with like, yeah. like post punk like rock groups like Idols, yeah. um, and he's obviously produced for rappers like Vince um, yeah. and Denzel. So, 
it could work. I think the problem you might get to is that maybe Vince is so different to the other two in terms of approach because he's so monotone and laid back. So I know. you can't have, you can't really have hype Peggy and Denzel and have Vince just be like, duh, duh, duh. like it would. I don't know if that would work. You have mm-hmm. to kind of get Vince out of his shell. It could work. I'm saying with Kenny Beats production, it could actually work. Because but he, it would have to be hard. Yeah, it would be pretty hard. Yeah, because he can produce like much more up-tempo stuff. So mm-hmm. yeah, I'd like to see it because I think yeah. Kenny and JPEG could work because of if you go and listen to the idols, you'd be like, Rah, wow, that's Kenny Beats. <laughs> like, <laughs> um, so yeah, it'd be. I'd like to see this. I think. Oh, am I gonna throw one in there? Would we, yeah, I'm thinking. Would we want like a a vocalist if there was one? I don't know who would, but mm, would work on that. Maybe okay. Actually, no. I think you could. I would add a proper soulful because all of them like soulful singers. Mm. I would add someone that's not even that big. Maybe Fouché. I think Fouché would actually work with this. I know that sounds like a cop-out, but only because I can see her working with Peggy. I can see her working with And because with she's on Take, uh, take and, Me Home. And, and she's on Take Me Home. I actually think it could work. If we're going to add Kenny Beats there, I think... But then she's not really a suit, but I think she could be like mm. the rookie, you know, just kind of put in yeah. there. But it has to be someone quite soulful. Yeah. It can't be someone who's like... It can't be like a scissor type no. of singer. I'm no shade. But I mean, Snow Allegra did really well on um, uh, Summertime 06. On that uh, Vince yeah. album, and, that actually and Vince worked, worked good on that one. Like really worked. Yeah. Jump off the roof. But, but then you were talking about Peggy and Denzel. I think Peggy's the one that's he's hard the wild card. Pin. But yeah, that's why I love it. <laughs> that's why. Yeah, <laughs> gotta take yeah. a risk. Actually, no. Fuck it. Throw some Allegra in there. Yeah. Fuck it. That's a super group then. Mm. But I don't know how that would work. But it would work. It's the first yeah. one that's like we would just have to wait for the album to come out. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. But I can see a world in which it works. Yes, I can see a world in which it works for sure. Okay, cool. Fair enough. Um, my next one, I'm going to uh, our local pond for this one, um, and I'm and again, I'm, again, I'm definitely open to people rounding this out, but I think this would be a great group. I think it would bring out the best in both worlds. Yep. So I'm going for straight chemistry. This one, Jay Huss and Dave, they've never made a bad song together. So definitely these two in a super group makes sense. But now here's yep. a question: production. I definitely do not want Dave anywhere near production. Oh, I know this where this is going. Don't. <clears throat> so. I want TSB because yep. I think that'll work but I'm also taking Inflow because I think yep, Inflow and Dave and Haas oh my god I know it sounds so simple but I think that's already a four that is like holy shit we can make anything we can actually make anything because again because Inflow is known to make good Afrobeat tunes mm-hmm. Dave and Jay Haas both are quite adept to that obviously Jay Haas's whole stick is making like Afrobeat rap so that's gonna work Dave can also kind of bring the funny Jay Haas can bring the funny so all we need John to round us out is a singer and I'm not even gonna pick the best singer but I'm gonna pick a singer that works and I think it'll work with both of them so I'm picking Georgia Smith to work with as um for the singer to round this one out mm-hmm. um, that's my five I think this could I think this could be some really good music but yeah what do you think <sighs> that's an injury they yes Dave and Huss work cool we've got mm-hmm. Inflow and J5 TSB T- T- T5, T5. Uh, TSB yeah. sorry um, uh, I've got Georgia Smith or would um, you replace it with us Georgia Smith the problem it's the, it's the yeah I mean <clears throat> if we keep her in the studio and we promise not to do this live 
Okay, yeah, yeah. That that was our thought process, to be fair. But yeah, no, I agree. Sorry, I just had to throw that one. <laughs> yeah, the thing is, because obviously, I think the the obvious thing is, oh, you have influence. Why not clear soul? I actually don't think clear soul would work with um, mm. hustle, Dave. I don't, I don't really see it. Whereas Georgia Smith has a bit more of a slang to her. Do you know what I mean? The way she kind of yes. sings the rap, yeah. I think it would work more with kind of what NMA was trying to do with J Huss yeah. with one and only. But I think this would work more so. If, in my opinion Okay So yeah Has she ever worked with either of them? I can't think that she I has I don't think so And I, that's quite surprising To be honest I don't think she has Not that I know of No No Interesting they, I think they've definitely been in the studio together I know Jay Austin I think they've all been in the studio mm. With one another at some point in time For sure Yeah Because so, yeah, they definitely th- went on She had no one on Lost and Found Did she? <clears throat> um, no And then Be Right Back was Very short She only had she Funny piece of trivia You know Um with um, lifeboats, Kendrick was meant to be on a verse there, but she said no. She said no. Yeah, she didn't want anyone on the album. Bruh, wow. Yeah, I know. Crazy. That's bold. I know, right? Maybe it worked out for her. Oof. Four years later, she's still ain't got no album. So. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so. Okay. Um, right, let me think about that group. Dave. I think J House will bring out the best in Dave. Yeah. I think he would. I can see Inflo and um, TSB having like a really good trading off. Because well. um, TSB's obviously got a, a very, a more specific sound. Mm-hmm. And we know he works well with J Haas. Um, and Georgia can kind of fit in wherever, <coughs> really, and provide yeah. those like melodies. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, yeah, I think that one works. That's a nice I'll, vibe. I'll, I'll mention some bench, I have a list called bench players where I haven't really put them in any group so far. But um, I had, talking singers, I had Nahadia. I was thinking Nahadia yeah. could potentially work. Um, is she as strong as, is she, it's weird because I don't know how strong of, her, of a singer she is live, but I think she could work. Her or Georgia could work. Mm. But one of the two, that was the one I was thinking, if I'm not going to have Georgia, I'll have Nahadia. Yeah. One of the two. But yeah, I'll be on five. That makes sense. Okay. Cool. I like it. Cool. What's your next one? Oof, where should we go next? Right, we've had some we've had some strong groups so far. I think we've had some good groups. I can't lie. Yeah, I'm enjoying this. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Okay. Okay. The next one is um, it's a trio. Okay. Um, and it is MF Doom. Okay. Uh, Mos Def. Oh. Okay. And Ghostface Killer. Ooh, okay. No, I'll fuck with that. Yeah. I'll fuck with that very heavy. Yeah, yeah I'll fuck with that very um, Yeah. So the truth of it is that they had uh, Ghostface Killer and MF Doom. I think they have two tracks together. Mm-hmm. Um, I think Ghostface wanted there to be some kind of collab or there was some talk of like doing a, a joint project, but it never materialized mm-hmm. for whatever reason. Um, yeah. But they're on the track um, Angels um, of of what's the album called i think it's just called doom isn't it it's the 2009 oh, it like studio this? album born like this yeah mm-hmm. um sorry the artist his moniker this time mm-hmm. is just doom yeah. but yeah, yeah born like this um on the song angels they work really well together um mf doom on production because as we know uh from listening to albums like king Ghidorah, um all the special herbs volumes um MF Doom can produce some bangers. Um, mm-hmm. I'd love to. I know 
and I know Mos Def is probably one of the most passionate MF Doom fans alive. Um, <laughs> yes, and I mean, yeah, that's probably true. He is also one of the most talented MCs as well. Um, mm. Ghost Killer needs no introduction. Um, like Supreme Clientele is probably one of my favourite rap albums. Um, I think these three would work so well together. I think some MF Doom, if he kind of took a bit more of a step back, this is how it would work is that MF Doom did more of the production like he does on King Ghidorah. Mm-hmm. Ghostface and Mo's Def do most of the rapping, but Ghostface kind of takes the center. Um, mm-hmm. And then, you know, on the odd kind of track, MF Doom comes in and, and shares a verse. But I think that would be killer. Yeah. I don't know what it'd be called. If it was just a term, then it'd be called Doom Killer. But I don't know. Um, but yeah, I think this would work, the three of them. But I fuck with it. I'll I take it. Yeah. Any, yep. any changes, I, any subs? No. I think I would sub in Madlib, not mm. because of MF Dune, but I think he would actually work well with most death and even a bit of Ghostface. I think it would actually just work. I, I'm just, I think it's just an obvious addition. It's I the think. obvious one, yeah. yeah that's why I it's an obvious addition, isn't it? Yeah, <laughs> but I think I think Madlib would work on that one. I think that's yeah. the only one I'd add. Yeah. Um, don't know if I'd add anyone else. Mm. Um, let me think. MF Doom. Ghostface, Mostef. Maybe I'd throw in Q-Tip. That actually might be a banging four, actually, because Q-Tip could bring in production, and Q-Tip's always going to rap. Mm. Actually, that could be good. I think I might... I could Very different Q-tip, sound, though. To Mostef? No, to, to MF Doom production. But then it depends on how production, because MF Doom has... A, it, I get what you're saying. I get what you're saying. But I think it could work. I mean, I think it could work. I think, but yeah, I got what you're saying. But I, I, I would probably, I would, I would entertain a tribe, a tribal okay. edition there for sure. All right, but, sounds um, good. Cool. I've got one. This is a duo. Yeah. Uh, and I'm gonna have a producer. I'm not even too hot on this. Pro- not too hot, but I'm not too sold. But I can't find a better sub. Mm-hmm. So Leanne Lahavis. Oh, okay. Where mm-hmm. is this going? Daniel Caesar. What? Yeah, I think it will fucking work. I don't care. Lan Havis, Daniel Caesar, and Grades as a producer. Okay. That would be my sure. Interesting. Only because, so here's my logic. Mm-hmm. They're both very soulful. They're both very minimalist in mm-hmm. terms of the production they use typically. If you look at yeah. Freudian and you look at uh, Leanne Havis, the self-tired, I think it actually works. Because yeah. obviously, Leanne Havis wants to get on a guitar. She wants to take these stripped back productions and sing. Daniel Caesar can do the same thing. So I can imagine if they if they get into a place where they do ballads, I mm-hmm. think it actually worked. The only thing is you don't you don't want Leon Lahavis on Leon Lahavis production fully. You want to maybe more on yeah. Neo ish production. Cause she did some woman. I think she sounds all right there. I think Daniel Caesar can also work with that as well. So I think that's would be my free. And I think obviously they're two really good singers. And re- the thing is, the reason why I'm more hot on Daniel Caesar now than before, I think when I heard him on the FK Twix album, I was like, holy shit, no, this guy could this guy could sing sing like he's he's no joke. I think with Lana Havis, I think them hitting ballads together could actually work. It's a bit of a wonky one, but I think it could work. What, what would you say? Yeah, man, I can't. When you said Lana <laughs> Havis, that completely threw me. Yeah, yeah, because like, who could she really work with? She's very hard to kind of yeah, pair someone. Very, with. Um, yeah, very like singular as an artist, right? Very singular. It's a hard one. I can't lie. I guess because all of yeah. her music is just so autobiographical. <laughs> yeah. 
Um, in my head, I was thinking nail, but then obviously once I heard woman, I was like, oh, yeah, actually, it wasn't nah. what we thought it was going to be. Yeah, that's the problem, isn't it? That's the thing. I thought it would be like a banger, but it was decent. It wasn't a banger. So, mm. yeah. So, I think she needs someone who's a singer-singer like her. Yeah. You can't do like a half-singer. That's has to be a full-on singer. Cool. So, Daniel Caesar and Leanna us. And Grace. And Grace has produced for her. She yeah, knows he produced, yeah. for, produced for Sinead Harnett and Kat. Mm. So, he, he, this guy knows he's R&B, right? Yeah. And I think Leanna Havis and R&B would work. So mm. I think that's that's my um, and also produced for Julie as well. So yeah, um, yeah, that's my thought process. Mm. Yeah, that's interesting. Yeah, see an R and B super group. You're expecting that? It'd be, yeah, it'd be a nice. Um, <laughs> it'd be nice to hear them like harmonize. Exactly, that's what I was thinking. I think that would be yeah, it would be an interesting choice to hear them two together. I like it. Mm. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Yeah. Would you add anyone? Would you remove anyone? It's hard because if you add a non-R&B artist, it changes the entire dynamic of the album. Mm-hmm. So I don't think you can do yeah. that. Um, the producer makes a lot of sense. Um, <clears throat> hmm. Who would I add? It's the Anna Havis one. It's throwing you off for that. It <laughs> it's, is. No, it's so hard. Yeah, I, was not, I get yeah, it. I wasn't ready yeah. for that. Who? Mm. I feel like you wouldn't want an... Mm, not like a I don't know like a Michael Kiwanuka or something it's a bit of a different vibe oh uh, no I don't know if that would work unfortunately mm. it'd have to be something that would add a bit of a different texture to it it'd have to be another producer probably it's only a hard one yeah, yeah. your, fa- your, fa- your favourite artist Napalm that is a joke by the way um, <laughs> mm. All the, it's not that's not as troll as you think actually mm. it's not as troll it's troll it's not as troll yeah. as you think uh, yeah or like a <laughs> shot not like a charlotte day Wilson or like a oh no because that's basically Anna Havis. i know <laughs> yeah that's but problem. no but she's a lot slower and deeper but then again that's kind of added to my logic because obviously charlotte day wilson and daniel caesar obviously work together on transform and that's yeah. a banging song and i can see lana have mm. slotting in right in on that perfectly do you know what i mean so i think and obviously, best part, I can hear Diana have us all over something like that. So I think there's there's something to this one, but yeah, mm. it's just hard. But I think Charlotte Day Wilson, she is slower than Diana Havis, but I don't think she's that much slower. And she sounds so much yeah. like her. I'm yeah. thinking like a. I don't know how much you know about Little Dragon. Yeah. Okay. Mm, okay, I can see it. I can see it. Yeah. That that's a bit of a wild card element to it. Yeah. Because they do the whole voice alter. Yeah. Okay, I can see it. And I could hear yeah, that as like a background, like. Um, providing obviously because they're a band, right? Providing that kind mm-hmm. of instrumentation mm-hmm. as and some and some kind of like light vocals because it's a lot more kind of like mm-hmm. indie and delicate. And then you have the two of them like harmonizing over the top of that. I feel like it could work. Yeah, I'm not mad at that. I'm not actually not mad at that at all. Yeah, fair enough. Yeah, that's, someone that's hire us. Oh, yeah, you dug you dug deep for that one. You dug deep for that one. Little dragon, fucking hell. But yeah, no, I fuck with it. Cool. Uh, cool. Let me see uh, this next one. Okay, it is another Kendrick Lamar one, but you'll okay. you'll see where I'm going with it. Uh, Kendrick Lamar, uh, okay. Andre three thousand. Okay, there you go. Solange. Okay. And Just Blaze. Oh, I'm not hot at that one. I, I don't care. <laughs> 
Okay. <laughs> no, obviously, no. Obviously, yeah, we respect your opinion. But, okay, here's my question. Where does Just Blaze... Uh, Just Blaze and Kendrick Lamar? Yeah. What songs are they making? Who knows? <laughs> <laughs> okay, so, okay. Explain the logic throughout the whole thing, and then I, I guess I can... Uh, there's less logic to this one, um, as you can probably tell. Uh, Kendrick and Andre, I mean, they would just work together, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. We've heard... Obviously, Solange and her sister Beyonce, very different types of music, but um, Andre's worked with Beyonce before, obviously. Um, and I think he, he can work on more like R&B tracks. Um, I feel like Solange yeah. is a lot more versatile. I feel like her she can be more versatile than Beyonce. Um, I agree with that. And given yeah. that the two of them have worked with Beyonce before, <clears throat> I wasn't as hot on Kendrick and Beyonce collabing. I think Solange could offer more. Yeah, like Freedom. It was good, but it, like I'd prefer mm. to hear Solange and them collab. I think it would be more okay. of a, it'd be more interesting to hear, because okay, yeah, um, and I don't know. I'd just like to hear some like some older, kind of more traditional hip hop production as well mm. from Just Blaze. Um, it's a, he it's, doesn't do that though. He's more. He's very like. Um, expensive bombastic type of production. It's always yeah, like loud. I guess from like, yeah, yeah that like early 2000s era. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. I'd like to hear it. That, that I mean, that's the part that's throwing me off because I guess Blaze. the others, I get it. Yeah, it's just places like, that's very big production for, um, and also I think Kendrick can do it. Mm. It's more Solange. Like how will Solange work on that? I think, She's I think been on like bigger production it. way earlier in her career. Like the, what was it? Sandcastles. What was the name of that album? I'm gonna have to find it. Excuse mm. the typing. No, no, um, like the old like Sol- Sol- Angel, Soul Angel and the Hadley and mm. Dreams. Like that was all a little bit more upbeat, <laughs> kind of like um, kind of poppy, like louder, louder drums and stuff. I don't know. I feel like it might work. No, okay. well, no, um, I agree. So- Just Blazers is the wild card here. Yeah, and I think just one more thing, right? So, and this is just a question: Do you do you feel that Andre and Kendrick kind of fit the same niche? Like they're very much the same artist, even though they've never worked together. I think like you can compare Kendrick to Andre Thousand almost very similar. If you look like Good Kid, Mad City, and Aquemini, mm. they're very similar. But albums. that said, Kendrick, I feel like has so many so many different like energy levels that he can bring to the song I mean so does Andre right I mean that yeah yes yes but no okay not these days I get you I agree they're not these days yeah so I think they can kind of riff off each other in that sense Mm. so that you're not getting because yes like uh, yeah you're not going to want like kind of like that like medium level like conscious rap from both of them you're yeah, going to want exactly, like different yeah. pitches and different energy levels and I think given what Andre's bag is these days mm-hmm. Kendrick can kind of provide something Basically different to that. that yeah I mean it's a world where it works right because it's not like Kendrick and J. Cole where it's like yeah. Kendrick is a better version of J. Cole in every facet like it's not like Kendrick can bring anything that Kendrick can't I mean not like J. Cole can bring yeah. anything that Kendrick can't but I think these two are talented enough where it's like, mm. if they want to differentiate, they can. So yeah, that, that was just a f- yeah. thought. Because obviously, yeah, it's so weird they haven't worked together yet though. So like, man. Like, it, yeah, it's one of those ones mm. that I just 
what is stopping it from happening is insane. Yeah. And I think um, the yeah. Solange element, I just think she's yeah. so immensely talented and I would love to hear yeah. her work. I with, can see that working with, with both of them. Like yeah. them. I, I know yeah. Just Plays is the wild card. Yeah, um, and may, I mean, yeah. maybe I agree. Maybe there's a better producer for it. Um, if you have any suggestions, I, I would pick, and not someone. This who's is just already mentioned. my head. Maybe you can because I'm mean, you someone who's good at R and B and rap. Probably like a Terrence Martin. Yeah, like, so you can just, slide to that. Are you trying to reproduce to be but <laughs> <laughs> No, I think Terrence Martin because obviously you, you've heard him. With singers on drones. We've heard him mostly to Pimp by Fire with yeah. um, Kendrick. And obviously, I think anything that Kendrick can rap over, Andre mm. can definitely rap over. And obviously, I think, he, yeah, you can work with Solange. Terrence yeah. Martin and Solange could definitely make some bops Yeah, together. I think, I think yeah. the Just Blaze element <clears throat> was, I was just wanting to not fall into the, the like, comfort mm. level of, oh, oh, it's, okay, oh yeah. we know what we're going to get. It's Kendrick, it's Andre, and it's Solange. We're going to get something slow. We're going to get something, no. like, yeah. measured and very, like, cerebral. No, I get you. Okay, so if you took out Solange yeah. and you had Just Space, Kendrick and Free Stacks, then you can make like a better version of Damn straight off, which mm-hmm. I get. But then that's the thing, it's a product it's it's Solange with Just Blaze that is the one thing I'm like, ooh, but everything else is like cool, mm-hmm. whatever producer they can make it work. But Solange is very not soft spoken, but like if you put her behind like a Rick Ross type beat, which is basically what Just Blaze does. Yeah. Put her behind a Rick Ross beat, <laughs> like how's that gonna sound? That's the question. But I don't. I don't mind the artist yeah. in question. Yeah. No. But anyways, let the people side. Like let I'm not. I'm, it's, it's not. It's not a shit. It's not a shit. Yeah. Combination, no. No. I know. Means. I know. It's not a shit combination. I, I would like to hear it for sure. Yeah. Um. Uh. It's me next. Isn't it? With your next one. Um. Okay. I'm gonna go for a more lo-fi one, but cool. you know, some people will know it. And if you don't know it, I mean, fucking do your some study and find out some new <laughs> artists in it. It's what the show's about. I don't really give a fuck. So this is a super group in the sense that I think a lot of these people. Uh, so you got to make sure of rookies, some A tier artists, and some S and S tier artists, and I think it would be enough to kind of bring everyone forward. Cool. <clears throat> so when I say it, it will start to become really, really obvious. It's not anything surprising. So Emil, I think he's a prodigy mm-hmm. in the making. Come on, let's not be let's be serious. The guy's an amazing producer. I'm adding Nux because I think Nux is that he's that type of guy. I know it's crazy, but I think Nux is a good rapper. He's not the best, mm-hmm. and I think he, when I. And again, it's, it's it's only a couple of songs, but hearing knocks on the mill is some of the best knocks I've heard in a long, yes, long yes. time. Uh, and I think, but then the problem is, you can say that with everyone Emil works with. <laughs> you know what I mean? So it's like, is it Emil or is it Knox? Mm-hmm. Is it both of them? But I think Emil and Knox, that's my lock in. My wild card is A2. I've already said it. Yeah, again, it's not too surprising. So now I just need some sort of veteran status to kind of pop this up. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to leave you to decide this one. Because I couldn't decide. But I don't want both of them. I only want one of them. Okay. So I had Getz, Surround It Out, or Skepta. Mm. It can't be both. Emil Nux. Um, uh, A2. A2. A2 and Skepta or... Because mm. Getz can get in that, like, proud family. Yes. Lo-fi spec. But then I feel like I'm underutilizing. Whereas I feel like Skepta could just work on it. I mean, Skepta, isn't it? I'm thinking so Skepta. I think it's Skepta as well. I'm I put, Skepta I wrote Skepta down. Yeah, yeah. So that would be my four. Mm-hmm. What do you think of that one? I like it. I mean, the obviously the combo of Nux and A two and Emil, mm-hmm. we know that works. Mm-hmm. We know we get probably the only good version of A two is the version <laughs> yeah. of A two that works for the <laughs> exactly. <real>. So, <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I like it. I'd, 
I think you have to have an element of, you know, you have to have that skeptic element to make it work. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, mm-hmm. it would just be um, Ambrosia again. Yes, and I think exactly. it would be nice to have a different <laughs> element. Um, and Emil is obviously very, if you if people follow him on social media, like Instagram, for example, mm. you'll see how many artists he's working with at the moment. Yeah, he's obviously just locked people. in. Everyone's like, yeah. ah, I need, I need something yeah. from you. I, I, mean, I think you hit, you hit a goal by that one because I think people are really sleeping on. I think I think the industry are like that guy, but I don't think everyone else has picked up yet. Like, yeah, because he always snaps that like, he's in the studio for like all these legends. Because mm-hmm. yeah, I think they already know what time it is yeah. with this guy. So yeah, so yeah, uh, I like it. Yeah, um, I can see okay, that working. Cool. It'd be interesting. Yeah, it'd be interesting to see Skepta and like a whatever Emil would be producing for him. Mm. Um, what kind of music would you see them playing or making? Oh, so maybe some more songs, maybe songs more in the vein of Beg to Differ. Mm. I think it, it would ha- it can't be, I think you can have those like Bakerloo type songs where like A2 and Nuts are going back and forth, mm. but Skepta wouldn't be on it. But I think with the more hard hitting songs like Beg to Differ. Yeah. Or even like, yeah, I think you would want Skepta. Yeah. Because Skepta could just rap that out. Like he's fine. He's always going to, like he's a very like solid rapper. So you can just, you just see someone who's like stable and just adds a bit of like, cheekiness and like hype to it and I think Skepta can do that mm. and I think Emil has the chops to do it I think it, it would be a bit of a risk but I think he c- could do it yeah yeah interesting but I, I think like Gets it. could work well but you wouldn't have you, you can't get like crud rapping double time Gets it wouldn't work you can't have that it had to be the slow mm. Gets but it was still I think it would still work and yeah. also they've been in the studio together so yeah you know okay cool no, no additions uh I want to know what my problem is. I don't have much to go on in terms of what vocalists, like singers, work with Amelia. That's the thing. That's the problem. I mean, Otherwise, yeah. I'll be like, oh, bring in especially so-and-so. star singers. Yeah. Um, because obviously Aisha Raquel worked, but she's not yeah. a star. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> yeah. Cause I don't know. You're just trying to go through a list of like British R&B singers. You're like, I don't know, like mm. Amalu, Tiana Vaja, like who would work with this. Sinead Harlick could probably work, you know. Sinead Harlick, Skepta, and Nuts. <laughs> okay, that's, yeah, it's crazy. It's good. <laughs> that's a bit bad. But it, it might, you know. Maybe. It could. Because she's worked with rappers. I mean, she worked with fucking Earth Gang, mate. I mm. think she could work it out with Skepta. It probably could. But that's, yeah. that's, a, that's a random combination, though. I cannot lie. I cannot lie. That is random as fuck. <laughs> Fair enough. Fair enough, cool. Um, yeah, cool. Is okay. it? I'm trying to see if I've got one more that I can scrape yeah, up. Yeah. How are we doing for time? Yeah, one hour twenty. Cool. Actually, a bit less than that. Oh yeah, um, around one hour twenty. Uh, I feel like my last groups are kind of half baked ideas, but um, okay, cool. Well, we can try. We we'll try and clean them up. Yeah. Uh, right. Let's see here. So I had oh this one this one's just a very obvious one but it's just pieces that haven't for some mm. reason come together. Um, okay. So it was the roots. Mm-hmm. Lauren Hill. Oh. Never never. That's like that's a lot of people. You're kind of cheating there, but fuck it, I'll take Am it. I? I'll take it. Go ahead. Yeah, no, no, I'll take it. I'll okay, take it. all right. Let me ref- yeah. no, 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 I'll rephrase then. Okay, Black Thought. Mm-hmm. Lauren Hill. Okay. Jay Diller. Ooh. And D'Angelo. Oh, 
Fuck, that's a super group. Yeah. Damn, fuck. Because it's surprising Damn. that they've all been around yeah. the, like, what, the collective of soul Aquarians yeah. of that era, but yet yeah. they didn't all interact, they didn't all necessarily, uh, like, work with each other. Uh, yeah, like I said, I think they all worked in the same studios yeah, in the never. late 90s. Obviously, yeah, Jill Scott, all those people. Um, That's actually, hmm, fair enough. Actually, no, not Lauren Hill, actually. But, interesting. No, I fuck with that. Yeah. So was that Black Fort, yeah. Lauren Hill, D'Angelo, and Jay D'Angelo. Jay Dillow. Ooh. Damn. I yeah. can't. I, can't I feel like the that, sheer yeah. soul on this album is Insane, spectacular. Insane. I can't think of a single bass as well that isn't covered by this. Yeah, because you've got the rapping like talent of Black Thought. You've got the produ- he's also he also produced a lot with Questlove. So you've got that element. Mm. You've got Jay Diller, who is Jay Diller. Mm. Like, come on, he produced a lot for um, for all of these guys. Like, he produced um, stuff on like he produced for like Erica Badu on Mama's Gun. He produced a lot of yeah. stuff for. I think he produced with the Roots as well. Um, oh, did I? Yeah, yeah, I think he did. Yeah. Um, Shout Obviously, D'Angelo yeah. and Lauren Hill worked on Nothing Even Matters. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. And and also add in the element of, let me not forget the fact that Lauren Hill raps, like, and that yeah. her and Black Thought can trade verses, and then she can switch it's up. Like an upgraded version of the score. Switch up and, like, start harmonising with D'Angelo. Oof. Fuck. Yeah, this is this I fuck with this. One. Yeah. No, I fuck with this quite heavy. I fuck with this quite heavy. That's, yeah, you said it was loose. This is not loose. I mean, this is, I think this works. I don't even. Th- I can't even think of someone who would actually add. I can't think of someone to add that w- isn't bringing something that's already been brought. Mm. If I'm being honest, because uh, you already have cold rappers. Mm-hmm. Really Arguably one of the yeah. coldest ever. <laughs> yeah, and people always forget that. I think Blackfoot is literally a vouch for number one. Like he is insane. It's the so, fact that he's yeah, on the no. Jimmy Fallon show these days that you're. You forget, that's the thing. Like, like you took the easy life on your team yeah. every night. From Philly, like, I mean, like, there's no, I mean, there's no surprise the guy worked with Benny Butcher. Benny the Butcher, sorry. Like, God, this guy is, yeah, amazing. Okay, no, I cannot, nothing comes to mind right now that I think, no, that, mm. this like, is a, and would you replace yeah, anyone? Thing. Would you be like, oh, I'd replace Lauren Hill with Erica Badu or something? I could see that, actually, because I think you have enough rapping, was it, with Blackfoot? Because weirdly enough, D'Angelo and Erica Badu no, never no. collab together. Nothing even matters, isn't it? No, that's Lauren Hill. But I was saying, yeah, it's Erica it out. Oh, okay. really weird. Um, really weird. Actually, do I, maybe I'd add another rapper because you have enough singers. Like Q-Tip. Maybe. Or maybe, maybe, maybe. Cause I don't. Because I think. Fuck. Maybe Q-Tip. Maybe Nas. Maybe Nas. I think Nas, Nas slots in perfectly. Well. Yeah. And Nas and Blackfoot would definitely work well. Yeah, fuck mm. it. Nas. Why not? That's a su- that's a super group. That's yeah. like OP as fuck, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. And Nas that's Nas on good beats as well. Mm. So yeah, I'll take that. Especially yeah. Nas these days. He's yeah. actually showing <laughs> yeah, actually fucking making yeah. it work. But that original yeah, four I'm happy with though. Like Yeah, that four's already too, mad strong. But I think Nas could take over the edge mm. with the storytelling and then black thought yeah. again with his storytelling it would just be like some mm. fucking my experience. my thought with just the four though is that mm. it's a lot more balanced um and yeah, i want, I want sure. the balance yeah. there because you've got on the one end d'angelo the completely opposite end black thought you've got lauren hill yeah. 
on the fence, jumping into the rap, jumping into the singing, like harmonizing, and you've got Jay Dilla just underneath, like bringing the three together. Yeah. It's yeah, yeah. I'd want to hear this. The thing is, the thing is, in terms of listenability, I think you need Lauren Hill rapping more than she's singing. Because I don't, as much as I love Black Four, I'm just saying it's a super, yeah. it's a yeah, super yeah. group, right? So I think don't want. I think she's the linchpin doing all the rapper. Yeah, yeah, I think. Yeah, I think you need Lauren Hill doing a lot more rapping. So and in Torrance, that can work perfectly well, isn't it? So I don't think that's a problem at yeah. all. I think if I had to swap someone out and I wasn't mm. adding anyone, I'd probably swap out Lauren Hill for for Bardu. Yeah. I think that makes perfect sense to me. But that's a super group, anyways. Mm. So yeah, yeah, that's a bang one. And also, I mean, D'Angelo's worked with. <clears throat> Blackthorn the roots on uh the Elladelph Half Life, who was on the Hypnotic, yeah. which is a mm. brilliant track. Um okay, yeah, that might be my my then mm-hmm. song. <laughs> um so yeah, I yeah, I'm a <laughs> yeah. fan of this. Yeah, do you wanna hit okay, do you wanna cool. hit us with uh, uh, one final one of yours? Okay. My last one, of course, is John and Tops. That's the best. Oh, no, I'm joking. Okay, you know, I know. we're not we're, we're not cliche that. Okay, my last one, the last one I actually had down. Um, you kind of already mentioned this already, mm. but it's a trio, very quick one. Yeah. Uh, Vince Staples, El Sweatshirt, Alchemist. Okay. Cannot go wrong with that one. Mm. Cannot go wrong. Uh, El Sweatshirt can provide production. Alchemist, El Sweatshirt never sounds bad on Alchemist production. Never sounds bad. I don't think. No. Go ahead. No, I don't think it's ever. I, I, don't know, it's ever I wasn't too hot on the track they had. What was the the EP at the beginning of twenty twenty one? This thing of ours. I think he sounded great. What the fuck? I no, I think he sounded it. great. No, no, I think he sounded great on that. I can't. I can't even change. That one. I can't. Yeah, no, I fucked with him on that one. I like. I liked him on that one. I can't lie. I do fuck with. That's some of my like songs. So yeah. I, oh, was that the, that was the trumpety one, wasn't it? What's the trumpety one? That was the trumpety one. bread. No, no, no. Loose change. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And on bread as well. All right. E. coli. E. coli. Old friend. Loose change. No, sorry. They never sound bad together in my eyes. So, yeah. I'll take them. I'll take those two. And I think you don't even need anyone else. I don't think you even need anyone else. It might be a bit much with Earl and Vince. Both. Both. If they're rapping. Yeah. You just need them rapping. I know, but... Do you not want? Oh, I don't know. Do you not want something, some a bit more oh, energy? Uh, I think they can bring energy. Just choose not to. That's the problem. I know, but then how are you going to expect them to when they're both like that? I know you're going to need I something uh, like a. Okay, if that was, oh, I don't know who you would add then. So actually, someone who works on our production. I think Vincent L have amazing chemistry already. So you don't Tyler? need to worry about that. Tyler's worked on. Um, he was on Alfredo. Oh, okay. No, I fuck with that. Actually, no, that's not bad. Yeah, fuck it. Yeah, it's not Tyler in there. I don't think you even need a singer for this one, mm. if I'm being honest. Because Tyler raps. can provide that more melodic type exactly. of Exactly, yeah. And it can be more eccentric. No, That's a banging I, yeah, choice, I, I actually. I'd, I'd listen yeah. to that. Tyler, <laughs> Alchemist, well. Earl and Vince. I think everyone's been waiting for that, especially Earl and Tyler, especially in their new eras. Yeah. Like, I think they work, they would work so well. Oh my gosh, yeah. Mm. I mean, pretty much everyone on Old Future worked well together. Yeah. Um, I think that's it for me. Uh, I'm going to mention some people I just haven't mentioned. I just couldn't fit them in. I just just so people know, I haven't forgot about them. They still exist. <laughs> um, obviously, Nao, couldn't think of it. Her, no. FK Twigs. 
Um, J. Cole. Are you just naming your favourite rappers and singers who you haven't yeah. mentioned? <laughs> yeah. Um, no, I wanted to add them in. Okay. Um, cool. I wanted to add Jules uh-huh. into something. I couldn't think of something. Do you know, actually, funny enough, you know the song you say with um, Tyler, mm. um, what's that guy from DC? You say wanna party. Oh, what the fuck is that know. song? It's, um, he's cancelled. Fuck is he? I'm gonna I'm gonna find it out. Gold Link, Gold Link, Tyler, yeah, Jules produced that. Ah, I know. Fuck, crazy, isn't it? Once I realized, I was like, no, actually, Jules has more more to him than I think people even realize. So obviously, I think everyone liked his album last year, but I think I wanted to add Jules somewhere. I just couldn't think of it. Mm. I couldn't think of it. So those are the few. That was it. I'm not. I'm not with some of my favorite rappers. And obviously, Jid, Corday, maybe some 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 group they could work. Some of I just couldn't think of it. Mm. That was it. Fair. Yeah, I'm trying to think some artists that I was wanting to kind of bring together be like a mm. like a Jules Burner Boy out of Kunle Gold and someone else. Oh, that's a banger. That's already a banger. Yeah. <laughs> that's, I, I really like it. Yeah. I really like it. Yeah. yeah. But I'd want someone else to like, because I know Nao has worked with out of Kunle Gold before. Um, yeah. I don't know who I'd, I'm trying to think back to Burner Boy's album from um, mm. African Giant. But, I'm trying yeah. to think if there would... I mean, he worked well with... Uh, he had Georgia Smith. He worked well with mm. people like Damian Marley. I mean, Georgia Smith could work well on Jules' yeah. production. I can see that working. So like a Georgia, Jules, Burner Boy <clears throat> and Adekunle Gold. That's not bad. Yeah. That's not bad, actually. That's actually not bad. Mm. Yeah. Fair. Could happen. Some some bangers here. I'm not gonna lie that we've picked yeah, today. <laughs> no, I'm I'm gonna, I'm gonna make a note of all. We'll write these up. Yeah, yeah, for sure. But like I said, check the question that we mentioned at the start. Do you have a super group? Let us know. I think it's actually quite interesting. Mm. So um, yeah, and that's yeah, lim- it. limited really. to five. Um, yeah, preferably have a producer in there. Um, or if mm-hmm. not, then rapper or singer producers. Um, yeah, of course. Yeah, we'd love to hear that. I think we'll tweet it out at some point as well when the episode drops. Yeah. Maybe the following day. Um, yeah, of course. Get some of your ideas, <clears throat> and then we'll do a bit of a poll and ask you guys what you think of um, of our supergroups. Yeah, um, cool. But yeah, that that was a fun exercise. Thanks to that was really thanks fun. to Dead End Hip Hop for coming up with that idea, or the person that yeah. sent the question in for them. Yeah, shout out to that guy. Um, <laughs> Whoever he is. At some point, I feel like the maybe the natural, if it's not too similar, the natural kind of progression from this would be like make an album and be like, I want. I don't know. Oh, I don't know. It's too similar, isn't it? Because it's like, it's not the super group, but it's like, I'm going to have features from such and such artists here. And I want... Oh, like a super album. Yeah. Yeah, we could try to make... We can, we can re-engineer that. We haven't done a super album episode. Yeah, so but not, in the, do, not maybe, in the sense maybe, of, of like, player. one artist, I'm going to pick all your best songs. Not like a... Uh, no, a, but maybe one artist and make a super album for them. Yeah, yeah. yeah maybe, yeah, yeah. We could do something like that. Yeah. Um, we'll see that. But yeah, let us, let us know, obviously, guys, what you think. Um... We're on Twitter at TVC Pod. Follow us on Instagram at mm. Final Collective Pod, and email us finalcollectivepod at gmail.com. Mm. And yeah, as always, we have our our much lauded, much loved playlist, uh, which is called Now and Then 2022. Head over to mm. Spotify, give that a follow. Uh, every week on whenever we post online on social media, if you flick through, you'll see that we've uh, included a link, a nice little graphic. Uh, for our playlist as well so obviously we're going to pick a song for the last two years also pick a throwback song from 5, 10, 15, 20 years ago Um, and yeah 
I kind of mentioned it 10 minutes ago, uh, but my then song I'll start with, um, and that was uh, The Hypnotic by uh, The Roots and D'Angelo from their album Illadelph Half-Life. Might be one of my favourite albums by The Roots. Um, I'd love to, I'd love to own that on vinyl, but... I mean, it's expensive. Yeah. I mean, so there we go. Yeah, I mean, I fuck with things fall apart and undone, but I mean, every Roots album mm. has a fan. It's a fan favorite to someone. So yeah, absolutely. Uh, yeah. So that's my then song. Um, my now song is a little bit more tricky. Um, yeah. Let me see. I think. Oh. No, I think I'm going to go for Half Moon Mornings by Currency and the Alchemist. Okay, that's fair. Yeah. That's, a, that's a solid song. Yeah. It's a good intro. Cool. Uh, my now song is Letter to Your Ex by Mahalia. Mm-hmm. Good song. Shout out to Mahalia. Can't wait for her album. It's been a long time now, so definitely waiting for that. And my then song is Shake Up Tonight by Cheryl Lynn. Mm. So yeah, like shout it. out to Cheryl Lynn. My God. That's it. See, it's nice and quick. Nice and oh, quick. We're getting better nice at this after quick. 70 episodes. I, uh, <laughs> I know, right? It only, took us a, only took us a year and a half when we got there. But yeah, that's it. Um, yeah, that's it from us, guys. You know, as always, we'll be here next week to wax lyrical over some bullshit. Who knows what we'll talk about next week? You know, haven't got it planned. We'll figure it out. But yeah, ciao for now.